Hi, my name is Stephen Marsh and I want to welcome you to the RRS podcast and also Pavlina Todorova, who is my guest today, to talk about her research. Uh, sure, I'm uh, currently a graduate student at uh, UT Southwestern uh, Medical Center in Dallas, Texas, uh, and I'm a part of Dr. Cindy Burma's group. We are working on a NASA project assessing brain cancer risks from exposure to heavy particle radiation. And I have two models that I'm working on assessing brain cancer risks. Okay, great. Um, when you are working on these models, can you tell me about the, the mouse model that you're working with? Uh, sure, yeah. We are focusing uh, on glioma. So we are exclusively uh, irradiating mice uh, with particle radiation in the head, so they are only exposed in the brain. And we have uh, tumor suppressor deletions in these models that are also targeted to, to the brain. So we have this very specified system with the radiation and the deletions only in the brain. And the choice of tumor suppressors is informed by what is commonly seen in human patients. So the one model is uh, losses of INC4A, INC4B, and ARP, while the other model is deficient in P53 and P10, which are two big uh, groups of tumor suppressors lost in human patients. Excellent. Um, can you tell me about the applicability of this to space research? Uh, sure, yeah. As I mentioned, it is a, a NASA project, so they, uh, what they're interested in finding out is whether there will be a risk for the astronauts when they go in space and they're exposed to particles, whether there is any chance that there will be an increase in their risk to develop brain cancer. And we are particularly interested in brain cancer, which is uh, because it's a very um, serious disease that currently is resistant to uh, most types of therapy. The uh, average survival after diagnosis is only about a year, right. and uh, five—it's uh, only about five percent survival overall. So, really, prevention is the way to go at this point. Um, so, if we can discover some risk, it is important that we come up with strategies to avoid to just to um, ensure the safety of the astronauts. In the brain cancer, glioma specifically, um, can you tell me about uh, the posters that you have involved here at RRS? You have uh, two posters, one of them about risk, and then the other one about uh, DNA repair mechanisms and how those can transition into a, a possible attack strategy. Uh, sure, yeah. The lab overall is interested in glioma. As you pointed out, we have uh, multiple projects uh, in, that are focusing on disease. My work focuses more on development and risk factors, while there are other projects in the lab that focus uh, at uh, therapy strategies or resistance or why some patients respond better than other patients. So we really are trying to attack the disease from uh, all sorts of angles. So I am uh, mostly involved with uh, heavy particle work, so I'm better versed on that project. But the other work is also very interesting, really looking at radio synthesization. Sure. Uh, where do you uh, irradiate? How do you get your heavy particles? Uh, we go to Brookhaven National Lab at the NSRL uh, laboratory, and uh, we use uh, carbon beam, uh, hydrogen beam, uh, silicon, iron, and then compare uh, tumor frequencies uh, based on the different particles and the different LATs. We go there three times a year, and it's really a fun and exciting um, endeavor. Excellent. 
Pavlina, it, you're a scholar in training, and uh, I was wondering about your experience as a student and uh, a little bit about your uh, interest in the radiation community. Uh, sure, yeah. I think I became a member in 2012, and my first conference was in uh, New Orleans. I think that was 2013. Uh, and this is actually my second time coming here. So uh, I've really enjoyed my experience with IRS. I found a lot of uh, mentors, a lot of friends, uh, and coming continuously allows me to develop close relationships, to see how people work is evolving. So it's just really interesting and gives me an opportunity to be more involved, to look for collaborations, to meet new students like you. So it's, it's been really fun, and I'm really happy to be a SID scholar. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I think that uh, RRS has shown me a lot of uh, great familiarity and generosity in terms of the ideas that are shared, uh, that people are here to uh, get a gauge on what's going on throughout the community, but also to uh, share and to meet and to have some fun together. Yeah, exactly. It's In a way, it's small enough that you get to know people, but then in a way, it's big enough that you're exposed to all sorts of really interesting projects and uh, people from different fields that are all working on radiation, but nevertheless are studying very different things. Definitely. Yeah, there's the workshops on grant writing, the workshops on careers have been really informative. Can you tell me a little bit more about your experience at Brookhaven National Lab? Um, I understand that you are using several different ions uh, for your tumor risk study. Uh, sure, yeah. The early studies that we did there were uh, exclusively with iron particles because uh, first we wanted to make sure that uh, HZ particles are indeed carcinogenic. So uh, the first few years of me working on the project were mostly focused on iron, but there are uh, different particles, so we were trying to recreate what is in space. So in space, it's not just iron. There is mostly proton, there is carbon, heavier particles like silicon. So what we wanted to do was to uh, expose the mice to different particles and see whether we're going to get uh, different tumor frequencies, whether heavier particles are more tumorogenic versus lighter particles, whether there is LET effects or um, any dose effects that we can pick up. Excellent. Well, I'm really glad that you were able to make this interview. I'm very happy to have uh, Pavlina here to speak with me today about uh, her research and her uh, activities as a scholar in training. Sure. Thank you for this opportunity.